0: You think. Welcome to the I Work for him Zone. I hope you're never the same. Hey, are you a member of the nation yet? The nation, you may ask. That's right, the I Work Rim Nation. Go out to iworkforhim.com, our brand new, it's incredible website, dripping with gold and silver everywhere. Julia, our website designer that works for Trust Services, did an incredible job. Go out there. Hey, Martha, what does it even look like? it's the spot for the I work for him nation
1: well there's a couple different ways they can get to it on a couple of the pages there's a flag that still that comes and shows up and and gets their attention to join and then there's also just a section on the main page if they scroll down that says join the nation and you can join the nation separately from joining our newsletter so we actually know that people are wanting to join the nation and uh, that so that they'll see it. They can't miss it. All
0: right, go out go out to IWorkforhim dot com. That's iWork the number for him dot com. Click on the I work for him Nation flag and join and join part of the growing movement around the world where people are starting to pray for their coworkers and their employees by name. As we head into this new year, it's a perfect time to say, Enough is enough. Put aside the mamby-pamby, weenie-butt Christian tendencies that we all have and decide to be a bold witness for Christ in the workplace. And it starts just by praying for your coworkers and employees. I'm not asking you to wear a Jesus-blinking banner on your back. That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking you just to start praying for the people that you work with by name each and every day. And I'm not asking you to do it because it benefits me. I'm asking you to do it because it benefits you and it will change your life. It will transform your perspective into an incredible look at your workplace. It will just change the way 2016 looks. Hey, we're going to have a fun adventure on I Work For Him today. And what we're looking for today is for you to look well, the, the name of the show it's an it's a, I work from Radio Roundtable, but because it's New Year's, you know it, it, we decided we didn't want to ask people to call in. We're just going to do here's the topic. a 2016 retrospect. That's right. Retrospect on 2016. How did your, a year in review, what did your 2016 look like? And we've got special guests in the studio today. My sister and brother-in-law are back, joining us again for the second show this week. A drug them down from the frozen tundra. They didn't want to come. Kicking and screaming all the way from Minnesota (laughs) where it's snowing and cold and icy. They came down here suffering from this unbelievably awful heat here in Florida. The beautiful sunshine, the light summery breezes. We drug him down here. Jeff and Sue Wilson, my longtime sister, I've had her, she's been my sister all my life.
2: <laughs> Hi, baby brother. And
0: and my brother-in-law, for the unfortunate part of his life, he's been part of my life <laughs> since I was 11, and he's still going through counseling from those early years as he was dating my sister. Jeff and Sue Wilson, welcome to the I Work For Him Radio Roundtable.
3: Thanks for turning the heat on. I appreciate it.
2: <laughs> Love you. Love you.
0: Oh, don't get sappy at the beginning of the show. I called her my baby brother already. So. Oh my goodness. All right. We're, I know that I kind of messed with your heads a little bit. This 2016. Yeah, are probably all thinking
1: you made a mistake.
0: Yeah, no mistakes here. We are going to talk about 2016 as if it's already 2017 and we're doing a year in review. We're doing this because a lot of people say, well, I'm going to say goals and New Year's resolutions bah humbug no way because people set new year's resolutions and they're already broken by the time this show is playing at the end of the day on january 1st that's not the goal the goal is to set some really great expectations and and really plan out your year so before we get into that conversation though jeff and sue let's just talk about how christ is making a difference in your life today or maybe we should look at it how how would you like christ to make a difference in 2016. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. no, Ladies first. Okay.
2: Well, for me, I'm really um, praying and hoping that God will really open some new doors for me in 2016 to grow in some new areas. Um, I have been working for a Christian organization for about two and a half years now, and that has really changed the way I work. It's changed the way I look at work. And now I'm saying, okay, God, grow me in some new ways. Help me to um, reach out to some people that are harder for me to work with or harder for me to understand and so I'm really looking for God to to deepen um, my understanding of others and um, being a servant to others that are hard for me
0: to serve. Oh, that's a good one. It's always a little scary though when you pray that the Lord will stretch you further.
2: Yeah.
1: But I'll be here to lift you
0: up. Because guess what? He answers those prayers.
1: (laughs) 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 And now everybody listening knows. Everybody knows. It's recorded. (laughs) She
0: asked for it. Jeff, what about you? How, how would you like to see God and make a difference in your your life in 2016?
3: I, too, am looking to grow, um, continue to read uh, or read more uh, and study more. I just feel those needs coming for the next year.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. As we head into this I Work For Him Radio Roundtable, Martha, you, you want to quick do it? How, how do you want Christ to make a difference in your life in 2016?
1: Oh, I think just being um, more of a faithful listener to him and more diligent in the word.
0: Yeah, the listening thing. Yeah, I I got a couple of dreams I gotta tell you about too, that I've had recently. Okay, I'll brace myself. Yeah, you you should. (laughs) All right, so today, 2016, a year in review. Sue and Jeff, I know as I sent you the questions at the last minute, uh, though they were done a week ago, more than that actually, um, I thought it'd be fun for the four of us, since we've known each other, you know, most of our lives, a lot most of our lives, you know, for how many years would that be? Holy smokes. Well, I've known Jeff for almost 39 years. I've known you for for 49 years, although you've got more than that on the client calendar, don't you? Okay, that's right. Okay. I've only known Martha 34 years. So I just thought it'd be kind of fun for us to set goals in a different way because I, I know that we all run very busy lives. And I thought it would be great to just share perspective on how we plan on spending our year with everybody. So we're doing a 2016 year in review. So this is as if we're on 1231, 2016 and here's how we spent our year. So I know this is confusing, but I just did new year's resolutions are ridiculous because but, people break them all the time. Well,
1: And more than that. I mean, number one, that's the way you roll. You just think out of the box. And um, the other part of that is we were talking about the fact that, The whole purpose behind this is if that's our end game goal, then what are we going to do to help to fulfill, um, you know, those desires and those goals for the year?
0: All right. So this is what my life looked like in 2016. I know it's a little confusing, so I'm going to start us off. Okay. So the first question, we're going to talk about personal time. How do we spend our personal time? How did you make sure that you had enough time to read your Bible and pray alone and together? How did you make sure that in 2016, how did you make sure that that was a priority? (laughs)
2: <laughs> and we're all quiet. For me, I know that the thing that I worked on in 2016 was to do devotions in the morning and the evening. I've been an evening devotion person, an evening prayer person, probably my whole adult life, because I don't like morning. So in 2016, <laughs> I decided that no, I was actually going to um, make sure that I started my day with Christ as well. And so that is where I focused my year.
0: So are you? does that make you more of a morning person? Nope. You didn't, it didn't change, in 2016, getting up and doing your devotions early more, it didn't
3: change how you felt about morning.
2: No, it just made me love the Lord a little bit more when I woke up.
3: Oh,
0: okay.
2: <laughs>
3: Jeff, what about you? What I did in 2000, by the way, this is backwards, Jim. Um,
0: <laughs> this is very challenging. I, I understand. did in
3: 2016, you're gonna play this again at 2000 anyway. Absolutely, uh, this okay. is the yeah. show for 1231,
0: 2016, <laughs> right. absolutely. absolutely.
3: Yeah. To spend more time uh, in the word, uh, in the devotion. And I will probably focus on the end of the day. Um, I'm up at 4:30 in the morning for uh, the 2016, so I don't have a lot of time to uh, do that. I'm on the road right away to get to work. So,
0: Ooh, that's really early. Yeah. To get up in the morning. It is, really early. is that because you have to do your hair?
3: No. Okay.
2: I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I'm going to focus on in 2016 is actually maybe trying to align my schedule better with Jeff's because he gets up so early. I need to get up a little earlier so that I can go to bed with him at night and and actually we can then do our devotions together at night. One of the
0: one of the <laughs> things we recommend to most to the couples we work with is that you go to bed together. It helps in a lot of areas, but when you're on the same schedule it just keeps you on the same schedule. It, you share more life together when you right. get that way. So, you know, Martha, one of the things we changed in 2015 was doing devotions at night. And we've gone through a couple of devotion books. Mm-hmm. Several. And a couple of them were...
1: Not necessarily for our age. Well, they were for our for age, our but people focus. that still had kids at home. Yeah, where we're at in life. So, so we've f- we've had to call a we've few. We've shared
0: th- we've shared those with of other course. people we that have kids still at home. Yes, but that was it was fun. It, it, one of the things we learned is that we can't wait till we're tired to do devotions at night. We have to do them at like nine o'clock and then go off and do other things, uh, because we were we'd watch TV and then we'd do devotions and we're like, oh, I'm too tired to read, and then my eyes wouldn't focus anymore. But I know one of the things that you've done this year is uh, in 2016, you've gotten up earlier with me to do devotions right alongside me. In the morning
1: yes in the past my schedule had been such that i allowed myself to just get up and get to work and um one of the things that i started changing in 2015 and then really um, was able to incorporate in 2016 is being um, diligent about making sure that christ is first priority and um, giving them that time in the morning before I get started, which is a real challenge for me because I do like to just get up and get going. But we're working on having more of a similar schedule now that we've been working together and um, in the same, having the same focuses as far as our time is concerned to make sure that this part of our life is, uh, has been on schedule as well.
0: Martha's not a quiet person in the morning. So she's to be quiet. She's worked very hard in 2015 to be quiet, and in 2016 you perfected it. Mm,
1: wow, <laughs> I have. Good, Good for you, Martha. Martha. Have perfected Woo. the quietness.
0: Woo. You know, I, I,
1: yes, my... I would prefer to play the iPad while I'm in the shower and all that, but I've not done that in 29 years of mar- 30 years <sighs> of marriage.
0: There is nothing more disturbing than noise in the morning, or some. For some, for me. I Absol- respect
1: you. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> it is, I don't know, noise in the morning just drives me crazy. But in 2016, what I really liked is that I never, ever slept past six. I got up every morning at six. I did my devotions before I did everything else. I never, ever missed a devotion time.
1: Wow, it must have been a
0: fabulous year. It was, and I journaled almost every day. I think that's fantastic. Hey, you're listening to a 2016 A Year in Review. That's right. Martha and I thought that uh, today would be a great day to set some goals for 2016 as it is New Year's Day. But we wanted to do it a little bit differently. We wanted to do it as if we're looking at the year. In retrospect, and we we are joined today in studio by my sister, Sue. She's my older sister, and her mm-hmm. husband, Jeff. Jeff has been part of our family since I was 11 years old, so he has unfortunately lived through many different versions of Jim. Uh, but <laughs> he's always had my sister to, to uh, uh, kind of cushion that blow a little bit. And then Martha came into the picture just five years later, so she has definitely cushioned it because Martha is so sweet. Big sister, as you look at your... Um, As you were praying for your family in 2016, how did you make sure that you were praying for your kids, your grandkids, the way they needed to be prayed for?
2: Mm. You know, one of the things that I started doing many years ago now is actually asking my kids how they want me to pray for them, especially when we're discussing something that they're frustrated with or that they're hurt about or angry. I would end the conversation with, how do you want me to pray about this? Because that really helps me understand what they're really struggling with, where their heart's at. And so that's what I did in 2016 is I just really asked them, how do you want me to pray with you and for you? And how do you want me to support you in prayer? Because they know that we pray for them.
0: Do you guys pray for them together or do you pray for them separately in your devotion time? Both. Okay. All right. Cool. Jeff, what about you? How do you make sure you've got two, you've got the three kids because Cassie's married and you got two grandkids. How are you praying for those kids? In retrospect, you've got two grandkids. Well, you do have the second grandkid right now, today, January 1st. You just haven't met face to face. Well, you have because you see a sonogram. You're making
1: it more
3: confusing. It is so confusing.
0: (laughs) 2016 retrospect. All right, Jeff, how do you make sure that you're praying for your kids the way they need to be prayed for?
3: We keep pretty close tabs on them uh, in the sense that we socialize and see them pretty pretty frequently. So we have a pretty good idea of what's going on in their lives. Uh, They're both within an hour. Uh, My daughter and her husband and and, uh, family are just uh, 10 minutes away. So it makes it real convenient for them to stop over, for us to stop over. Mooch food. Yeah, and they do. They're good at that, but that's all right. We enjoy that part.
2: You know, there's a really good book that I read probably five years ago now. Storm- Stormy Omartin has a book about praying for your adult mm-hmm. children, which is where we are in our lives right now, Jeff and I. And that book is really helpful to kind of switch the way you pray for your kids, because when they're growing up, you pray over a lot of just issues of them growing up to love the Lord and to make good choices. And when they become adults, you have to actually switch the way you pray for them. So if someone's looking and struggling with that particular topic, excellent resource. Yeah, That is a really good one. And
1: there's even like a little small book that goes along with it that helps you in the process. Um, and I would I would concur with the, both of those sentiments. Um, for me, I have found it incredibly important for with our kids. We um, survey them, them live within an hour. But we we survey them every year and ask survey them says. what they want for the year. And I put those in an Outlook reminder for every Monday morning. Oh, and that's, that's um, my pop-up that's specifically about that. And for, I know for several of our kids in 2015, it was... Um, it was being diligent, reading in the word and things like that. So then 2016, what, whatever it is that they're wanting, um, that's what I prayed about. And, and I love that reminder because it was just a very specific for the year, not their every day, what they were going through.
0: Wow, Jim? That's pretty cool. You know, I, I just call my kids and I'm more of a impromptu prayer. So when I'm on the phone with them, I say, okay, let me pray for you. And uh, that's easier to do with Joshua than it is with Sarah, although it should, it's been, getting better. And older Sarah, that's easy to do. It's younger Sarah that's a little uh, tougher to do that with. But as we prayed this year for uh, Sarah's future spouse, younger Sarah's future spouse, he still is yet unnamed.
1: Well, that's the way it works.
0: Right. Okay. Because he's a future spouse. He's yet unnamed. And it's okay. It is. <laughs> okay. But we're praying for our grandkids' future spouses, too.
2: Absolutely. So
0: that's that's good, but it is, it's fun praying for your kids and it's fun letting them know that you're praying for them. I mean, it just is really, a, it, it's a good time. So let's talk about date nights because we had some incredible date nights. You know, we made it, a, we decided for 2016 that every week we would go on a date after one of the shows.
1: Yes, and so it's given us the opportunity to do some exploring in Tampa because once we're over the bridge, and we want to avoid the traffic, we may as well take a couple of hours and explore some of the places on this side of the uh, of the bay.
0: What's the coolest place you ate at this year on one of our dates in two thousand and sixteen? That is not fair. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Those of you tuning in. Make it, in it right expensive. Now, or... Make it expensive. I could uh, say
1: Burns. Burns? <laughs> burns. And how was
0: burns? Did you go with that other guy? Or yeah. what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had to wash the dishes for hours afterwards. <laughs>
0: Now, you know what's what's really cool about 2000. And and those of you just tuning in right now you may think no jimmy got it wrong no no no, no we're really we're, we're setting our goals for 2016 by talking about it in retrospect how did we spend 2016 and for for me martha the date nights what i'm excited about and what i was excited about in experiencing these date nights was that once a month we had a guest host on friday afternoons and that guest host Many different ones allowed us to get away for weekends and explore Florida like we haven't been able to do before.
1: Yes, and that's been very delightful.
0: It has. We've gone some really cool places.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, I think the trip to Mount Dora was my favorite oh, in yeah, 2016. That, that was and some then great the memories. weekend trip to Key West was really great. And then we went down to Sarasota and ate at Yoders. I've been wanting to do that forever and haven't eaten it, and that was really cool.
1: Yes, and then having our favorite coffee cake at the little um place, place in, Venice? in Venice. That's right. What was yeah.
0: that, what's that place called again? It's called uh, over uh... the uh, we'll have to think about it. All right. So, those are great. Anyway. The Friday night dates, that was fantastic. Yeah. I re- or the, the date nights just great. You know, great. and
1: we've been challenged, you know, over the years we have always challenged people to make sure that they take dates and plan them. In 2015 we blew that big time. We well, be, but we became empty nesters in 2015, so we were trying to figure out what this new schedule was that um, is not really dependent on other people. So now, um,
0: except in for a three radio show in
1: 2016, being able to have a little bit more of a handle on all of that and how it works, being able to schedule those and really make it a part of intentionality, not just oh, by the way, we just had you know dinner out, I guess that counts as a date, you know, taking that element out of it and really being intentional.
0: What I love best is just spending time with you. Oh.
1: Well, it is a, a really important part of our relationship, <laughs> we're date, you know. <laughs> we should date
0: each other. All right, Jeff and Sue, as you look back at your date nights, because you guys are really good about going on dates. In so 2015, you talked about a lot of great date nights. You know, the time when you went to Manny's, I was a little jealous. All right, but 2016, 2016 how did you make sure that, because Sue, you work ridiculously long hours, and Jeff, you work random hours that are early till late and late till early. How did you guys make sure that you got that that date night in there did you get it done every every week in 2016 absolutely (laughs) we're giggling because it's like we got to think about that absolutely you
2: know one of the things that changed in 2016 was Jeff's schedule he went back to four days a week so Fridays were open so Friday became our date night
3: Mm. and so
2: that's kind of fun a way to end the week and for us sometimes date night is actually staying home Mm -hmm. and that's something we you guys can think about be creative with if you if you don't want to go out you don't have to we have a fireplace we have music we ha- can cook great dinners on the grill so date night's can be home
0: friday nights you friday had fridays nights. off get fridays off all 2016. the first part that yeah. was pretty cool yep uh, you know if i'd have known that i would have found things that you could have helped us with on those fridays that you weren't working i didn't Sweet. know ahead of time <laughs> you all right host a show that's host a show absolutely <laughs> there you go all right so Vacations, Where did you go on vacation in two thousand and sixteen?
3: Well, that's a fun one. Um, we've been the uh, benefactors of a trip to Norway, Nord of aid to see the Nord of Egypt. to see the fjords. We're going to take fjords a cru- we took a cruise and uh, had a delightful time with the family. Was it cold,? So, no, it was beautiful, but I like the cold, yeah,
2: it was cool in certain spots because you're close to very icy waters. But it was absolutely a, probably a lifetime memory.
0: So but in 2016, what month did you go to Norway? July. Oh, in July.
2: Yeah, we were gone for 14 days. Wow, nice. that was loud.
0: Sorry. That's okay. I mean to be loud. You were excited. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. A- any other
2: vacations for you guys that you went on in 2016? Yeah, absolutely. We went to visit family in Arizona in March, and uh, we spent some time away with friends in October.
0: Awesome. Hey, don't don't go away. You're listening to the iWork Premium Radio Roundtable. We're doing a, a little bit different. Instead of setting goals and instead of setting New Year's resolutions, we're doing a 2016 year in review. You're like, Jim, it's the first day of January. <laughs> That's right. You know how fast it'll go. I mean, <laughs> no one expected it to be a January. I mean, come on. You remember when it turned year 2000? <laughs> it's 2016 already. Isn't that crazy? Wow. And in 2016, Martha, we celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary.
1: Yeah, it's hard to believe. I don't feel old enough.
0: You, well, you don't look old enough. You still look 16. Aw.
1: Well... Is that the oh, best I you got today? Like, ah. <laughs> I know. I know. You got me baffled, I guess. So.
0: All right. But what was really cool for our wedding anniversary, we planned a very special trip.
1: Which is pretty amazing because we don't plan a whole
0: lot. No, but we did. We planned a really nice trip because on either side of our anniversary, we turned certain age that also has a zero very round number
2: (laughs) middle century we were pretty young when we got married so do the math
0: (laughs) that's right but we stayed married uh so yes celebrated 50 years old celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary how awesome was that
1: very very awesome and and you know it's just been it's so neat because as we're encouraging other people in their marriages and stuff to To really, I mean, it doesn't feel like we've been married that long. Um, And I think, I know that that's really good. No, I just, that's a big number. And in today's culture, it's a really big number. So um, to be able to encourage people that, you know, that we've made it that long and God has grown us and used us and um, helped us to be better spouses to each other and what an encouragement. Hopefully, that is to somebody else who thinks, oh, I could never make it 30 years with one person.
0: Well, which or... part about our anniversary trip did you like best? The the cruise part or the island hopping?
1: Um, rest and relaxation, no matter what form it comes in, makes me very happy.
0: What I like best is when we met our oldest daughter, Sarah, and her husband and the kids in the mountains this year. And we went cabining. Cabining camping
1: cabining, well, camping <laughs> we let the kids sleep
0: outside in a tent so they could feel like it was camping but that i really thought that was great i grabbed all the kids went up to the cabin went up to somebody else's cabin that they're paying property taxes and insurance and maintenance on and we just rented it for a week i really like that
1: averted all of the wild animals and everything it was nice. a
0: shotgun the whole time it was okay
1: well there you go <laughs> is that okay
0: is it okay to have a shotgun yeah if you're walking down the pathways and a big animal comes after you it's okay to have a shotgun okay but you also better be able to run because a shotgun will not stop certain animals. Yes. But we never had to fire the gun.
1: So camping is something that you've always wanted me to participate in. And since I was a child, um, camping has been had been left in the past. So being adventurous and doing a little camping was a good part of 2016.
0: Ooh, like as long that. as I have a chiropractor appointment when I come home. We're not going to sleep on the ground. I told you we are going to rent a cabin. Okay. I mean, we rented a cabin. I know. All right, we're talking 2016 retrospect to how we spent our year, 2016. Jeff and Sue, you love projects. Yes. Jeff, you, Well, actually, Jeff, <laughs> all of the projects that I've ever done in my life were inspired by you because I never, ever did projects to completion that actually looked good until you taught me how to do all of them. So any handyman skills I have, I learned from
3: you. So what big projects did you undertake this year? We remodeled my son-in-law and daughter's basement. So Is it remodeling or is it modeling? Well, I think it would be finishing. Finishing,
1: yes. Taking the studs and making them into rooms.
3: The walls are there, but that's Mm -hmm. it. So we need to add everything else. So the sunken pool in the basement, was
0: that the best part (laughs) of the project or the hot tub (laughs) room?
3: No pools, no hot tubs. Just playrooms, just playrooms for the kids. Yeah, that was
0: that. Was sound like that was a really fun project. Sue, what big projects did you do? I helped Cassie decorate. Ah, so when
2: the work was finished, then I got to help her spend their money on new furniture You're and home that. decor items. <laughs> I don't-
0: what I really figured that you did, because you forgot this already, is that what you did is you were ready for a new set of couches. And so you gave them your old couches so you could get new couches. No. You know,
2: Sofa Sue hasn't been around for a really no. long time. So. Jeff,
0: how many years has it been since my sister bought a new sofa? I don't remember. It's been how many years since you moved into your new house? Just a year. But and... we, we
2: brought the sofas from the last house.
0: Yeah. Oh, how many years were without. Oh, okay. We um, bought these sofas sofa when we soup. lived. She <laughs> has a nickname? Oh, my goodness. Hey, but the coolest part for you guys in 2016, well, the, in my perspective, is you got to have another grandbaby. They call, them, they, they call them grandbabies down here. You'd be grandpappy and grandmammy or some other funky name that they named grandparents down here.
2: Yeah, but we're Nana and G.
0: Nana and G. That's right. You are. So you got to have your second grandchild. And and what was that grandchild named? Sebastian. I don't know Is that yet. what you Sebastian? <laughs> <laughs> it's We're
1: a surprise. We're just making it up. We are <laughs> making it that up. That part we can't know. You can't look in retrospect? Point.
0: No, but you're nope. going to have a grand, granddaughter. Granddaughter. Yeah. That's we, right.
2: We've seen her 20 week in utero pictures, and she looks absolutely beautiful. She was giving and you she, the thumbs up, too. It was totally and cool. She was. And you know what? She's perfect. She's got all of her fingers and all of her toes and they got um glowing reports from the doctor during her ultrasound. So, so. was that her first portrait? That was her first portrait.
1: I was you a little disappointed
0: that. though that they weren't having a boy because I, I knew that they were gonna name him after me if it was <laughs> Or maybe not Was
1: that one of the dreams the, you said you, that that needed dreams you needed to talk to me about? Okay. Right. So
0: so that was pretty cool. So but Martha, our grandkids are in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and we don't get to spoil them very often. But we did get to have that cool vacation with them. Yes, that that's was really fun, fabulous. And, and what I like best about my grandson Jonathan is I get this. I got to send him several unique wildlife artifacts. Artifacts. Yes. In fact, I started collecting them Christmas last year. And I've started collecting them many, you know, and- He
1: is an animal lover and outdoors, actually both the kids are, and they love anything Florida. And so it becomes very easy to find things in on the sidewalk or or under a rock that that they may love and so it's very fun to collect those things for them what
0: i think is really cool is when he goes to college the Mm -hmm. chances that he'll go to a bio a a sea-based biological university pretty good Mm. and there's two of them in florida yes pensacola and miami
1: i really love the fact that anytime we do send something the first thing we get in a phone call is are the dogs going to eat the package or <laughs> should I hide it until it can be opened? Yes, the one alligator head
0: that we sent in 2014 did Got not make Christmas eaten Day.
1: from under the Christmas tree. They're like, what in the world was in that box? The dogs attacked it. and It was a a foot and a jaw of an alligator.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, didn't go so yeah. that didn't go so good. It was rawhide. So how did we spoil Allie though? You know, because she doesn't enjoy animal parts near as much. So how did we spoil Allie in 2016?
1: Oh, we finally lots of ways to spoil her in lots of fun. She loves memories. She loves pictures and she loves, she does love the lizards just as much as Jonathan.
0: All right, got to shift. That was our personal review for 2016. We've got a lot of great memories and we do plan on playing the show next December 31st to, to hear how we did in retrospect, but let's talk about workplace because we have unique workplaces. Uh, you know, Martha, you and I get to work together. We have lots of fantastic employees and uh, you know, it's January 1st today, but as we do a 2016 year review, we plan on having more than five when we come to the end of 2016.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's funny because um, when we look at our in our staff, one of the things that um, I think it was somebody that said to us in 2015, they said, well, how are you giving back to the community? And you made the comment, you said, we are helping five families you know, be uh, employed. And when I looked at it that way, it gave me a whole new perspective on what we do, is that it really is for the livelihood of other families as well as the businesses. And that was encouraging to me. So anytime we can add staff, that helps them be employed and have a viable income and grow as a person. That's just a, that's a huge excitement for me.
0: So how did you make sure Martha, that your work in 2016 reflected excellence and that that excellence really drew attention to Christ?
1: Well, kind of goes along with our very, very first question, which was how um, is Christ impacting our life and making the decision to um, be more consistent in my time with the lord and in the word and really incorporating that in in more of what i talk about and how i treat my employees we love our employees so much and we really care that they have excellence and i know that i need to be looked at at all times so making sure that everything that i did this past year um could be examined by someone and they see that it was done well and uh, that I give God the glory, that it's not my own doing. Jeff and
0: Sue, you guys don't get to work together during the day. You get to spend time together at night. Sue, how did you, you know, one of the things that I ask when people join the I Work For Him Nation is that they look for ways to pray for their coworkers and employees. And I know, you've been doing that, right?
2: Mm-hmm, I have.
0: But then we look for ways to befriend the people that we work with. We look for ways to uh, pray with them in the workplace, which I know you've been getting those opportunities as well how did you make sure your work reflected excellence in order to give people the opportunity to ask you hey why do you do that
2: this is an area that um i both excel at and struggle with because god and i wrestle over control and um really i'm a kind of a perfectionist so control freak and perfectionist yep okay
0: yeah i had no idea
2: yes you did (laughs) He did work with me for about six years, just so you guys know. But anyway, um, so this year, really, my focus was to be excellent for the Lord instead of trying to just be excellent on my own and making sure that as, as I was pursuing doing my very best, that I was doing my very best for the Lord and not for me.
0: Jeff, you work in a unique environment where you work for people uh, you have bosses, but your biggest interaction is with your customers. You service a lot of customers every day in your in the the drive bays at the Mercedes dealership, and, and you have a lot of interaction. And you really have an opportunity all day long to interact with very interesting people. So, how did you make sure that you took it to the next level and and just ramped up your excellence in your position? to draw attention to the fact that you're different than the other people maybe that maybe that are service writers alongside of you.
3: I guess one thing that I do, because I do meet a diverse group of people, um, is uh, I really try and speak from my heart when I'm telling somebody that there's something really wrong with their car. Um, I try and give them uh, an honest opinion or an honest answer about what they should be doing with their car. Um, I told someone just the other day, uh, you need $8,000 worth of repairs to your car. And I told them, do not fix it. And she bought a new car, um, new to her. But the the important thing to me is to be able to have integrity with the people that I work with uh, and to build relationships with those people and to give them what I would think would be sound advice.
0: I make a great uh name of a, a store that sold sound equipment, sound advice. Sound advice. Yeah, that would be a good one. Wasn't, it was sound design that wasn't sound advice, but it still, I think it was a good one. All right, so when you look at um, praying for your coworkers and employees, Martha, how did that impact how you looked at the people that work for you this year?
1: I always think that when you pray for people by name and you know specifically what their needs are, you become closer to them through that than is really explainable. Um, people that haven't ever done that before or experienced that I challenge you to take the I work for him nation challenge and pray for your coworkers and employees because it will draw you closer to them. Um, it also helps you to be able to, to talk to them about what they're going through and saying, you know, I really want to pray for you. So the impact on me is that it made me um, put my, be able to put myself in their sh- in their shoes a little bit more and care for them on a different level.
0: What I love best is all the interaction I have with clients outside of the office. Some Christ followers, some non Christ followers was just the challenge of getting deep with people so I can have an opportunity to pray with them. I love praying with people whether they're Christ followers or not, it really impacts people. I love that interaction. All right, we're doing a 2016 year in review on the I Work frame Radio Roundtable. Happy New Year. We've got my sister Sue and her husband Jeff in the studio. With us today, as we wish you a happy new year, and we decided instead of setting goals or setting uh, New Year's resolutions, we would talk about 2016 as a year in review on how we spent the year. So we set expectations for ourselves that we will just kind of set it up for the year and so you said you had um, something that happened really cool in 2016 in your workplace
2: there was actually a couple of things Um, we started a women's Bible study during the lunch hour so that most women could attend and we have all age groups and we've grown we've grown closer to each other and it's easy for us to pray for one another when we're sharing life together and we know what's going on what we're struggling with when there's illnesses in their families and, and issues that we can um, pray for. Another group in, at our office actually started a fast one lunchtime each week, and they're using that time as prayer time. So in our workplace, we actually had two great opportunities that um, surfaced during 2016. That's
0: right, so really quick around the table. What was one personal thing you improved about yourself, whether it's a habit or... a a personal behavior that that you changed in 2016, well, with the power of God. What was one thing that you did, Martha?
1: Um, I reached my step goals with my Fitbit way more often
2: because we spent more time walking.
3: Jeff. I lost weight. And I found it. Okay, So,
2: <laughs> I exercise three days a week and I hadn't been doing that regularly.
0: Well, and I got to share the time with Martha because we got to walk three nights a week at a minimum all year long, and which was fantastic. Loved that time. It also in- increased our communication time, which was really, really good. Very, very valuable for us.
1: Yes, walk time equals shoulder
0: to shoulder time. Very, very powerful.
1: And it can even be a date.
0: No the date includes well going if we walk out. for
1: sushi well that's correct yeah. there are
0: many places we can walk <laughs> all right as we come to the end of another i work for Him radio program happy new year just want to thank you for tuning in today i hope it didn't mess with your mind too much but we want you to take the same challenge that we took today on the air look at how you want to spend 2016 and just talk about it as if it already happened make it happen this year don't set ridiculous goals that you can't make set goals that you can. Hey, thanks so much to Ace Andrews for engineering the show today. Did a great job producing it. Taking all your phone calls while the phones were off the charts was incredible. But thanks so much for you tuning in today. Thanks so much to our show sponsors, services by trust.com and mtlmagazine.com. When you get home today, would you consider joining the I Work for Him Nation? Just click on the I Work for Him Nation flag out there on our website iworkforhim.com. And if you haven't been out to our new website, Go out there, iworkforhim.com. What did you learn today? And how we're going to take this city in 2016. You know, we learned that... Our faith can impact every part of our lives, but we need to be intentional about it. And that's what the show purpose was about today on this New Year's Day. Wanted you to take a perspective and say, hey, how did I spend 2016? Because if you don't plan now, if you don't set goals now, you're going to end up on December 31st going, where did the year go? We need to stop that. We've got to stop the madness. It happens way too fast. 2016 is just starting today. But how did we spend it? We need to set aside times. And Martha and I talked about our date nights, our vacations. We talked about how our intentionality with our employees and with our children, praying for our children. Sue talked about things that she's going to do in her workplace. Jeff talked about things he's going to do in his workplace. How they're going to enjoy their new grandchild. How they're going to enjoy the projects with their kids. How are you going to spend 2016? How are you going to make a difference for the gospel of Jesus Christ? You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers and we own our own business, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.